0: Original, independent, and local, you are not dialed into the spy. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Localites OKC. I'm Anna Farha.
1: And I'm Kayla Coffey. Thank you guys for listening. And today, you might notice that um, I'm sounding a bit nasally right now. I can't really hear myself because my ears are all clogged up. But um, that is thanks to the huge amount of fun that we had this weekend. So yeah. um, I know... And- what
0: the show always must go on, right?
1: Exactly. You know, it's it's all about you guys. I couldn't couldn't dip out on you all. I know you're looking forward to hearing me, even if I sound a little funky. So, um, yeah, this is actually due to being outside all day for Plaza Fest. So yes. it was we had so a big
0: week. Actually, we did
1: have a really big week. So Plaza Fest, we saw a record number of attendees. I know Anna and I worked really hard being on the committee, and they're all day long, Mm -hmm. um, which if any of you guys came out for any portion of it, I I bet you can understand how long of a day that is, because we were there long before the start of the event. And um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm allergic to everything outside.
0: Yeah. So she took a little toll on her body there, but we're trooping on through. Exactly. And we even... Before that, um, so that was Saturday. Friday night, I got to go to OVAC 12 by 12 and that was at 50 Pen Place. And so that was really cool. We talked about it in the past episodes. It's art that has to be within a 12 by 12 space, all different mediums. Really cool to see what artists do with that. And John Mooneyham, one of our fellow spy DJs, he was out there spinning the vinyl. So that was cool cool to see him.
1: Well and that's I've been so caught up with a sickness post plaza and you know, just allergies. But I Friday night I actually we we split up, covered the town on different ends. I went out to see Wade Bowen at the Tower Theater. He's uh, one of my favorite country artists. He's big on the red dirt scene. I'd seen him a couple times back in Stillwater but it was a really good time to anytime i get out to go see a show at the tower i love it it's it's such an amazing venue and surprisingly cheap drinks i felt like i drank a lot and then i paid my tab and it was 20 bucks and i was like what <laughs> are you sure is this right and he was like yeah and i'm maybe like maybe somebody
0: paid for some of yours right i
1: well i feel like that happened at 90s prom too it's so crazy anyway so they're legit and we love them um, and then i was walking down to get into my lift and i walked past the rockford and I see the sign out front that said Allie Harder was p- playing live. And oh, I, was like, I love her. I know. So I sent my Lyft driver a packet. I was like, I'm so sorry. I've got to stay and see Allie. So <laughs> I first got. Did you still have to pay when you do that? Uh, you no, know, that they just give you a bad rating for canceling. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Well, I guess it was worth it.
1: I, well, I explained it. I mean, it was worth it. But um, <laughs> so I first got Allie Harder's uh, debut CD, Exactly ten years ago. It came out in two thousand seven, Worry the Bone. Um, our dads actually worked together and so he Oh wow. Yeah, he was one of her biggest promoters, biggest fans. He helped uh produce and pay for that first album and he was just handed out like crazy and it got into into my hands when I was just a preteen and I know every word to every song on that album, so it was really a cool thing, and I've been trying to see her alive since we came to Oklahoma City I, since I've been here three years. I haven't seen her in
0: a while, yeah, but I, I've seen her a few times. She
1: laid low there for a little while, or I would just miss her. And so, I knew whenever I saw her name on that board, I had to go out and check her out and, and talk to her since I'm, I'm a grown up now and she might actually remember who I am. <laughs> um, and, and so, she, so, it was a really good time, and I, I appreciated that. And those guys over at the Rockford are amazing. And we even got to have a couple of beers with the guitar players from Wade Bowen's band because they Neat. came over to the Rockford afterwards. So it was
0: definitely a really good time. Well, and then I went back to brunch at the Jones on Sunday. Right? So that was nice. Um, I it stayed was
1: homesick. It was
0: like so busy. Yeah. So glad we had a reservation. But so important. I saw so many random people there that I knew, too. Yeah. Like I saw probably five different people that I know from like different aspects of life. So
1: the Jones is the place to be. man. It really is. So we still
0: have to make it for dinner.
1: I know. That's the one thing we haven't had. We've done all the happy hours, a couple of brunches. Got to make it there for dinner. I'm so excited.
0: Well, and then on Monday, y'all might have seen our post where we were at the Capitol for the Next Gen Under 30 Awards.
1: Yes, that was so much fun. We got to hear from um, the lieutenant governor, given a little talk. And we took a giant picture out on the staircase before we had down to my favorite place in the world, Norman.
0: Yeah, so for <laughs> whatever reason, we had to go from the capital down to Norman for our luncheon. Luckily, we had
1: each other to keep company during the Yeah, thank you again trek. for
0: driving me.
1: You're welcome. Always um, happy to help.
0: Yeah, so we got to meet some of our fellow award winners. Yes. And then the actual ceremony for that is back in Norman at Embassy Suites mm-hmm. on October 20th. So yeah, y'all we'll get to see us at there. that. Yeah, we'll definitely take pictures Um, And then something else fun that I did actually Monday night. Mm -hmm. So we had a Yelp elite event and we were in the farmer's market district. So
1: I was living through everyone's pictures for this. I was at home, you know, with my Theraflu cup and just scrolling through Instagram, watching all of your guys' amazing things. So we had a good time. So we went
0: to four different places. Okay, we we had little groups. So my group, we first went to the OKC which is a clothing t- shop t- yeah. I've and their it's kind cooler. of like a little co co-op working space. Cause they also have a guy in there. I'm going to forget the exact word for it. It's called, co- he's called like it's Luth something of people who make violins, violas, cellos. Oh. He actually like makes instruments Holy! Cow. and he makes the wood and he strings it and stains it. And like it, he was back there. He got to talk to us. It was really neat. It's so cool. I forget the exact name of what that profession is called. Something Luth. OK, I don't know exactly.
1: You have Google. Google it. Yeah, we'll,
0: we'll have to look that up. Um, but that was really neat. And then they have their screen printing shop. Mm-hmm. They gave us all a free shirt just special for last night. Oh,
1: my gosh. And, I'm even more jealous now. I love. T-shirts. Yeah. And it
0: said, like, I survived the farmer's market district shop hop.
1: So cute. Yeah, it was
0: it was cute that they did that. Then we went over to the
1: Loaded Bowl. Oh, which I love them. Did you have the mac and cheese? Yeah,
0: so they gave us all Ugh. the cashew mac and cheese. It's I'd actually still never gone into their brick and mortar store. Yeah. So it was really neat to see that. Um, all of these businesses normally are closed on Mondays. So they opened specially like just Aww. to let us be there, which was awesome. I found out that the owner of Loaded Bowl is actually the president of the Farmers Market District. Okay. So Very we're cool. Definitely going to want to feature them for some events they're going to be doing in the future. Awesome. And then we went over to Powerhouse. So Love Powerhouse. I'm Mainstream. very familiar with that place, yep. but I actually hadn't been in quite a while. So it was nice to get back there. And we had Anthem Beer. So of
1: course. They were Our doing favorite. the
0: Goza um, <gasps> like they did at MestaFesta with, with the watermelon and the grapefruit. Oh. So we had like two little tasters of that.
1: Love Goza. And we actually
0: started off the night with the big friendly craft beer bus and they were serving anthem pilsner nice. as okay, well pills. yeah
1: very nice and then
0: we ended the night at rewind pub oh which, which we
1: went into once right after artini i think when we they were did first opening yeah. up. yeah
0: and we hadn't made it back yet and that night i didn't even get to play any of the games but monday night i did Yay. so i'm a huge pinball fan <laughs> so i played um they actually had a Flintstones themed pinball machine, like from the Flintstones movie. Oh, that's
1: so much fun. Which I
0: love that movie so much. Um, And I love, you know, the real Flintstones yeah. cartoon too, but I just love all the cute themed pinball machines. And then they had a lot of other classic arcade games, you know, of course, like Miss Pac-Man Galaga, pretty much all this stuff you can think of. They have a pretty large bar space and we um, ended there and it, it was a really fun night. So I always love when I get to go out to those Yelp Elite events. We definitely missed having you there.
1: I know. I miss being there. But man, I'm glad you guys had a good time and took lots of pictures. And we'll have to go recreate it sometime for me whenever I'm feeling better.
0: (laughs) Definitely.
1: There's so many events going on this week. I know. This week is crazy. This is one of the craziest weeks I think we may have ever had. Yeah.
0: And I guess maybe with it just being fall, like more stuff's happening. I don't even know. But Thursday, we have a bunch of stuff going on. Yeah, and
1: before we get into that, we did want to mention, so one of our favorite businesses um, from a couple episodes ago, S. Powell & Co., has actually opened up a pop-up shop in Interior Guilt. So that's going to be ongoing Mondays through Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And so this is what they're doing while they're working on getting their shop Um up and ready and open for everybody so you can go ahead and shop their inventory so that's a really cool thing that we just wanted to plug for you all real quick because i know we mentioned they could be open any day now looks like it's still going to be a month or so uh but you can already shop them which is so cool
0: well and that interior guilt is in the same building that it'll yes. be in so right there next to the drake in the rise building so make a time to go check that out that's pretty decent hours like all the way till 7 p.m mm-hmm. so
1: and on weekends i mean yeah for sure
0: yeah so for Thursday, um, this is a local business that mm-hmm. they are launching their app. It's Life Squire. You may be familiar with them. They're almost kind of like our local version of TaskRabbit almost yeah. where they uh, you hire, like hire people to do personal res- services th- for yeah. you. And they're launching their app. And so they're having two different parties for it today. They're having one during the lunch hour from twelve thirty to one thirty and also happy hour five to six and Fine. that'll be at the better business bureau okay so you know it's going to be legit because For sure. if they're not a good business they wouldn't be able to be part of that exactly <laughs> they're also doing a giveaway where if you bring a friend you can enter to win a free month of personal assistant service so that's got to be worth a lot of money oh
1: uh, will you be my friend because i need that in my <laughs> life we, can I bring you?
0: <laughs> yeah, we have so many things. And I know. That would be nice to have a personal assistant like that. Exactly.
1: <laughs> maybe we can share one for the podcast. I like it.
0: And I know they are asking you to RSVP by emailing info at lifesquire.com. But since this is also the day of the ev- event, I'm sure you could just maybe
1: call the Better Business Bureau or just show up. Um, you yeah. know, if you hear this early enough, call or email ahead of time. But, you yeah. know, yeah. Try to be respectful of that. Um, And then also today, uh, the Regatta Festival is starting. So, you know, we talked on and on and on about the Regatta Festival last week. It was so much fun. Um, And it is finally happening today through Sunday. So just as a refresher, there'll be all the boat races, night sprints, food trucks. And it is out at the Riversport Rapids in Oklahoma City.
0: Yeah. Also, there is a Project 31 Celebrity Night at Rococo on Penn. This will be from 530 to 8.00. And it features one of our friends from the plaza, Lori Ford. I love Lori. Project 31 is actually a breast cancer survivor tribe of women in Oklahoma. And Lori is a survivor of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And so this is a group that they're having their fundraising night at Rococo. And a portion of the proceeds from the night is going to go to them. So Rococo, they're always doing such awesome things for the community. So I'm really happy to see them hosting this.
1: Awesome. And then Terranium Thursday is happening out at the plant shop. So it's part of a DIY workshop series. So if you're not familiar with the plant shop, it's over in Film Row. Uh, Right now, this event is sold out. But as always, we still like to feature these really fun events. So you can keep a lookout for the future because they do these things quite often. Like we said, this one it's it's a DIY workshop series.
0: So they're- And they're even doing another one on Saturday that's also already sold out. Oh, gotcha. But that's because they only have sixteen seats. Uh, so you really have to be on top of it yep. to know when they're gonna be happening. Because the tickets start at forty dollars. Like terrariums are kind of all the rage mm-hmm. right now. People love learning how to make them. I know my neighbor has just been like doing them himself and I want him to teach me how to do it. Right. So that I don't have to try to wait for one of these seats to open up. But so you can keep an eye out at Plant Shop, which is S-H-O-P-P-E dot com slash events.
1: Awesome. And then so this is an event that I'm really excited about and I'm going to try to get out there for the Yale Theater in Historic Capitol Hill is having an open house. So that's going to be from 4 to 7 p.m. If you're not familiar with the Yale Theater, it is on 127th Street, Southwest 25th Street. Okay, so 227 Southwest 25th Street. There we go. I think I got it that time. Um, Down in uh, the historic Capitol Hill District. So this theater is actually running for a share of a $2 million American Express funding project for preservations. And so... I know we've been sharing the link to uh, vote for them in this project. It's sponsored by National Geographic. Oh, that's really cool. I've been voting in it every day. You can give five votes to them every single day. Uh, I'm really excited about this. So a lot of people are going to win. So we're hoping that we'll win a portion of that to help restore this theater back up. And I know it's, it's always nice to see people working towards restoration projects, you know, and bring back some of the life that Oklahoma city's had and especially in our historic districts. So out there, um, they'll have beer from Anthem brewing wine from water's edge winery. And they'll also have water for people who, who don't need just beer and wine like the rest of us. Uh, (laughs) so that should be a really good time and definitely go check it out and be on a lookout on our social media for how to vote for them to win that funding.
0: Also on Thursday night, One of our fellow Oki podcasts, so they're called the Oki Show Show, and they're actually a podcast that explores the inner workings of the Heartland's entertainment industries. Okay. So they kind of talk about, you know, all of the ways that Oklahomans are being able to entertain us. Um, Yeah. So it's not something that definitely, it's definitely not something that competes with what we do at all. You know, we love being able to see all of the other podcasts and what they're doing in the city. And with them, they're doing a relaunch. So it'll yeah. be at the venue, which is in the Plaza District, uh-huh. from 7 to 9 p.m. They're going to be showing two short films. They'll have improv comedy, raffles, and it's just a $10 suggested donation.
1: I love that. We're we're always known to to support our local other podcast brethren yes. and sistren, I guess, um, so that's such a fun thing. And then this something
0: that I'm going to, I know I was going to say, yeah. I'll let Anna
1: take this one. Yeah.
0: So tonight I'll be at the Jones for cut copy uh-huh. and I didn't know who their opener was going to be, but then I found out it's going to be carte blanche Yay! and we, we talked about them. them before. So that'll be really cool. I think they'll lead in perfectly to cut copy yeah. because they are as described as like a psychedelic indie kind of band and they're okay. actually from Australia. So it's really cool that they're coming back to Oklahoma. They've been to Kane's before where I saw them. And yeah. that show will be at 8. And their general admission tickets are only $20 on Ticketfly. Oh, that is so crazy I cheap. So I think that's one of the cheapest shows that the Jones that's has the Jones hosted so far. Yeah. And if you like indie alternative music whatsoever, you're going to love them. So if you haven't made it out to the Jones yet, I would suggest this could be a good show first concert for you where you're not having to spend a lot and you know it's going to be a great time
1: awesome well and now we are on to friday and so i know you guys know we love to talk about the myriad gardens and they actually have their pumpkinville opening up so i love pumpkinville i go to pumpkinville i shop the post pumpkinville sale pumpkinville is right up my obsession with fall and all things pumpkin So I'm super excited that we are able to share this. Um, It's the first day of the sixth annual pumpkin bill. I didn't know that there's been six. It's been going on since I could remember, but what do you know? My memory is only six years old. Who knew? So this is going to be free for garden members or $6 per person. Ages two and under get in for free, or it's only $10 if you want to buy a package for both the Crystal Bridge admission and pumpkin bill admission. Okay. So this is the yeah the first day of Pumpkin and It'll run through the twenty second of October and be open every single day from ten a.m. to five p.m.
0: Also on Friday is the OKC Toberfest at Delmar oh, yeah. Gardens. So down in the Farmers Market District where I just was, they'll be happening or they'll be having that event both Friday and Saturday. So. It's their second annual event to have. They um, had it there last year, and this year they expanded it to be two days. Cool. So obviously it must have been really great last year. Yeah. Friday it'll be open from 2 p.m. to 12 a.m., and then Saturday 12 p.m. to 12 a.m. So a lot of opportunity to get out there. It's presented by Anthem, the Lost Ogle, and the Farmer's Market District. And obviously, you know, Oktoberfest, OKC, Toberfest, German Beer and Food Trucks, 16 ounce pours are only six bucks, which cow. is awesome
1: that is because amazing. they're
0: going to have more than 30 beers to choose from, including some local ones, yeah. like local actual German ones too. So lots of different things to try. The tickets are only $7 in advance, which you can get on Ticketstorm or $10 at the door.
1: Which is, yeah, you'll make that up, you know, three or four beers deep. Yes. From getting your beers for that sheep. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. All right. And then first Friday on at Paseo is uh, Pets on Paseo this month. So that's from 6 to 10 p.m. There'll be over 80 artists, 25 businesses, four food trucks, and they'll have light refreshments at some galleries, which is something that they do every single month. Mm-hmm. But this year or this month, the kind of unique thing that they're doing is pairing with the Free to Live Animal Sanctuary to provide pet adoptions. And then they're also having the Fresh Start, so emphasis on the art and start, uh, exhibit during the entire month of October. And so that'll be um, featuring artists who are experiencing homelessness to display their work in an open art show at the Paseo Plunge, which is at 3010 Paseo. This exhibit is free and open to the public, and there's actually going to be an opening, opening reception held during the first Friday. So that'll be a good thing to run out to, go see it. Um, and that uh, Fresh Start exhibit will go through the 29th of October.
0: Yeah. Also on Friday night. So a lot of Oktoberfest theme stuff going on yes. now. This is called the annual Hair of the Dog Oktoberfest, which is at Stash down in Norman on Main Street. It's their third year to have this event. Proceeds another animal friendly event. It's Love benefiting it. the Safe Haven Animal Rescue. They're featuring nine local breweries. Two of which I'd actually never heard of because they're from Norman. Oh, yeah? (laughs) So one is called Crossed Cannons. Yes,
1: we do. We follow them on Instagram. Okay, you know. know.
0: I I don't see everything.
1: Okay, but what is this other one? Lazy Circles.
0: Yeah, and Lazy Circles. That
1: one, they got past me. Okay,
0: so I looked them both up, and then I saw that they're both in Norman. So I was like, okay, maybe they just haven't gotten... Out of that Norman bubble yet. Right,
1: like 405's done such a great job of getting out of the Norman bubble. Right. I, I love them and drink them all the time and I don't go to Norman. Yeah, <laughs> but for that, the tickets are only $15
0: in advance or 20 at the door. Awesome. And I'd be remiss without saying this, even though like we're not necessarily huge sports people. but Some it,
1: of you might be. We don't judge you.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> um, if it wasn't for my husband, I'd probably know nothing about sports at all. But it is the first OKC Thunder preseason home game, and it'll be against the New Orleans Pelicans. So I just felt like we had to announce that. I mean, being the even though it's still preseason, like being the first home game of the year, you know, that's when Bricktown and downtown really just livens Come up. Life, and yeah. it's so awesome to be seeing that start again. And that'll be at 7 p.m. Also with that, that means, you know, that all of the places are going to be having stuff going on so yeah. that you can watch that game. So True. I know some really great places to watch games. Republic and Classic Curve. Yep. So many TVs. like Lots of cool places that you can go to watch that. Hang out with Chicken friends. Chicken Beer and has
1: giant TVs and quite yeah. a few. It's a smaller space, but definitely a good place to watch the game. Yeah. Lots of good sports bars around here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Art on Tap is happening at the Oklahoma City Museum of Art from 7 to 10 p.m. So that will have 80 plus varieties of beer. Lots of local breweries, including some of our favorites, Anthem, Coop, Rough Tail, Twisted Spike, and of course, the Oklahoma Cider Company. Um, They'll have food from Fassler, McNally's, the Museum Cafe, Scotty's Deli, and Old Germany. Man, this looks like so much fun.
0: And I will be there.
1: Oh, man, I'm (laughs) jealous.
0: I'll be volunteering, actually. Uh, My husband and I will.
1: That's awesome. So tickets won't be available at the door for this, so you're going to have to buy them in advance. So if you're not volunteering like Anna... You need to go buy your tickets right now. They are $65 or $50 for museum members. So definitely check out their website and make sure you get on those tickets. Um, that looks like a really good time.
0: Well, yeah. and I haven't made it out to this before. So I'm really excited to see kind of how it's all organized because being in the museum and with that many different beers, like I'm just trying to picture how they're going to fit yeah. it all in. And
1: you have to explain it to me and take yeah, lots of pictures. I would,
0: so. will definitely be posting from that.
1: Awesome. And then Lyric Theater's Broadway Ball of 2017 is happening this night as well from 630 to midnight. So that's going to be at the Embassy Suites by Hilton in downtown OKC. It is the 22nd annual Broadway Ball Gala. So this is their
0: big fancy event. event. I actually volunteered at this last year. Yeah. And I felt a little underdressed, I have to say. It is very fancy. (laughs) Good to know. Well,
1: it says gala. And anytime the tickets are 200 plus, I'm thinking, you know, probably floor length. Yeah. Um, And
0: I wasn't really aware of that when I signed up to volunteer. I didn't realize how how expensive it is.
1: (laughs) But Uh, yeah. Definitely a fun event to go out to. Even if the only way you can afford to go out is to volunteer like we do, it's definitely A great event to go check out and support Lyric in that way. You can uh, purchase your tickets from the Lyric's website at lyrictheaterokc.com. And theaters with the R-E. Yeah. Fancy spelling. Oh, yeah. An extra note.
0: And you go ahead and talk about this one because then I'll talk about the last one on Friday.
1: So this is actually an event that I've been following for a while as well. So it's Bar Wars. They're having their boot camp here in Oklahoma City, 7 p.m. to midnight. So it'll be out at... The farmers market district. I just feel Those like they have so much happening I now. No, you went there. Such and a then timely all the events way are happening, for me to go. Right. So it's that's uh it's going to be at the actual farmers market, which is um three one one South Klein Avenue. And so they're going to have a lineup of the best bartenders in Oklahoma City from all of our most popular spots. So if you have a favorite bartender at any of the restaurants that you can think of, they'll be there. The Ludovine people will be there. The Guyattas the people. The pump. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. The Rockford. I mean, everyone's going to be out there. I've seen quite a few of our friends in the pictures. Okay, awesome. um, It'll be a really fun time. They're going to be uh, serving food. All of these bartenders will be making these crazy craft cocktails. There'll be silent auctions, USO-themed entertainment, and all of the fundraise will go to other options, which is a charity that is near and dear to my heart. So you can buy tickets for this event on Eventbrite, and it's totally something you should check out. It's awesome.
0: Well, and also the last thing happening on Friday night is La Vie en Rosé. So Life in Pink. It's going to be at Park House from 7 to 11 p.m. And they're going to have unlimited rosé. Yum. So that just reminds me of Janelle. Right.
1: She would (laughs) love this. It's perfect for her.
0: They'll also have hors d'oeuvres, pop-up shops, and a raffle. It's benefiting Oklahoma Project Women, which again, now that it's October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, a lot of events are going to be going on supporting uh-huh. that. And this is one of those. So there are a statewide comprehensive program that offers free mammograms, diagnostic procedures, and surgical services for Oklahomans with no health insurance or if they have limited financial resources. So a lot of times when people who don't have insurance and they come down with something like breast cancer, I mean, that's really debilitating, not only physically, but financially. Yeah, and It's amazing to see a local Oklahoma organization that's Helping that population, so That's amazing. this will help benefit them, and it's thirty-five dollars on Eventbrite. And again, these must be bought in advance; you can't buy them at the door. Awesome. But if you love rose, the theme is pink, so you got to dress to that
1: theme. That's my favorite color. You know,
0: definitely going to be a good time.
1: I love it. All right, it's finally Saturday. That we're kicking off Saturday with one of my favorite events from my childhood, and I still go every year. It's Check Fest in Yukon. So. This is one of my favorites. Like I said, I participated in the parade. I've performed on the music stage. Like, not music, but performed, you know, as I do. Um, it is kicking off at 9 a.m. They'll have vendors, craft booth booths. That parade that I love so much is starting at 10 a.m. And the check dinners will start being sold uh, at 10 a.m. as well in the beer garden. So definitely a fun event. Make the trek out to Yukon for it. And, and then, they'll be
0: selling kolaches. Oh, yeah, and, they'll like, have all the things. All of those things that you... Maybe can only get at this festival. that time of year. Yeah. yeah,
1: such a great event. And then one that we briefly touched on last week uh, in our super excitement for the OK City Brewing Co-op announcement is uh, their very first um, event relaunch. There is Elk Valley doing their relaunch. Yes. So, like we said, it's at OK City Brewing, uh, which is in the old Mustang Brewing facility, and it is. From 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Also
0: on Saturday, this is the second annual OK Innocence Project Wrongful Conviction Day Fish Fry. Okay. And it's happening at Saints in the plaza from 4 to 8 p.m. And this is a project at the OCU School of Law where they help with wrongful convictions getting people exonerated from charges that they never should have been in prison in the first place. Right? So, I know
1: the Innocence Project is kind of like uh what has helped Syed from Serial. I know that's kind of like a pop culture thing, but right. they've helped him a lot and then that's how I know who they are.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so this is just 2750 for the tickets. It includes food, two drinks and a raffle ticket. Nice. So that, I mean, even if you just like fish or like the Plaza or want to support this organization an awesome event going on and you know, it's their second year to host it. So I'm sure they're going to be having great food. I mean, I love a good fish fry. Me too.
1: That's awesome. And then also on Saturday is the Odyssey project. So, um, they're having an event for it. So the Odyssey project has been an ongoing project, uh, by our friend JB Williams in um, this event, which is kind of launching it's going to be from 7 to 10 p.m. It's hosted by City Care at Stone Barn, which is at 3705 Northeast 36th Street in Oklahoma City. And at this event, you'll learn about City Care's mission to end the cycle of poverty and homelessness and be among the first people to witness our friend JB's account of his 24 hours on the streets in Oklahoma City. So oh, yeah, he took 24 hours and went out and really immersed himself in, in our homeless community to okay. see uh, everything and really uh, just bring more awareness to that. And then also, like it says, promote City Care's mission to help in that. Because if you don't see the problem, you really, it's not top of mind for you to want to work to fix it, you know? Right. So bring awareness to this is such such a huge thing. And we're really excited that he's doing this. Um, all the proceeds for this event will go to CityCare, and you can learn more about the event and the entire project itself at odysseyprojectokc.com.
0: So also on Saturday night, I know this is an event that one of our friends told us yes. about. It's the Lunar Moon Festival. It'll be from 4 to 10 p.m. It's hosted by the Vietnamese-American community of Oklahoma City and vicinity. It's their harvest festival celebrating the ethnic Vietnamese and Chinese people. The Wonderful. festival is held on the 15th day of the 8th month of the lunar calendar so you know yes there's all these different new years for all the different calendars and This is the one for the Vietnamese right? And
1: within those specific 15th day of the eighth month, it has to be a full moon night as well. I see. And I was very specific. How do they figure this out? Like, I don't know when it's going to be Easter (laughs) until somebody tells me. I don't know how they figured this out, but it's so cool. Well, and they will feature
0: dragon dances, traditional dance performances, food trucks, vendors, business booths and games. And that'll be at Military Park which is at 1200 Northwest 25th Street. So right there in the heart of the Asia district. Yeah.
1: And I just drove past it today. I went by to get some pho because I haven't been feeling well, you know. And um, I know it was under construction for quite a while, especially when I was driving up and down there a lot. And they really filled out that park. It looks gorgeous. And there's tennis courts everywhere and a giant fountain. It looks like it's so pretty, uh, especially after seeing it as a construction zone for so long. Right. So that'll yeah. be a really good time to go check that out if you haven't seen it yet.
0: Our friends over at KOSU are also going to be hosting an event Saturday night. So this is going to be up in Stillwater. Yes, they're having stomping grounds. Yeah, Go so Pokes. Prairie Home Companion is kicking off their second season with their new show host since Garrison Keillor retired. Right, and so it's going to be the first episode Saturday night. They're going to have a listening party at Modella Art Gallery in Stillwater from four thirty to seven thirty and they'll have beer from Iron Monk. Ooh, I know they were Iron wanting Monk. people to RSVP for this, so look on KOSU's Facebook events, you'll see it on there.
1: Yes, and then Sunday there is brunch. Of course, Sunday brunch day, right? That's what we'll be doing. Um brunch with our friend and fellow Spy Show host Jack Fowler. That was my best Jack Fowler
0: impression. <laughs> It's I'm really, not
1: gonna try. It was good with my with my nose thing um, at R and J's Lounge. So that'll be from one p.m. to four p.m. And if you're not familiar with Jack, he's a local artist. He hosts Tumbleweeds all the way down, all yep. around. Great guy. Um, so it's going to be a really fun brunch. And of course, it's sponsored by the Spy. And then another event on Sunday is going to be the Smoky Second Sundays at Scratch in Norman. So the bar is going to open up at four p.m. Food will start at 5 p.m. It's uh, $20 to attend this event, but that includes music by Mike Hotzee, all-you-can-eat barbecue with potato salad, and baked beans. So Yeah, and this like is a,
0: a new event they're starting to yeah. do because previously, Scratch was only open for brunch on okay. Sundays, so they would be closed at 3. So they're trying to start this new event where it's going to be every second Sunday down there and awesome. a, a fun evening event, and they have a really great quality food. So... I'm sure this is going to be a hit.
1: That's awesome. Well, and I know they're they're eventually going to expand up here, so you don't have to go to Norman every time you want to go to Scratch. So be on the lookout for that, and we'll keep you posted there, yeah, too. Yeah,
0: I would love to see that because I've been wanting to go there. I actually have a gift card for there, oh. and I just haven't had a chance to make it down Wait, there okay. yet. So yep. maybe I'll do it for one of these events. I like it. Also well, on Sunday night at the Blue Note, uh-huh. so they're having their Rocktoberfest concert. So many an
1: Toberfests.
0: Yeah. And it'll actually be starting at 3 p.m. So okay. it'll go all the way through the night till probably 12, 1, 2 a.m., yeah. which is kind of crazy to think about for a for Sunday. A
1: Sunday, but hey, but, it's Rocktoberfest, Yeah, man.
0: And they're going to have six different bands there. Awesome. So Blue Note is kind of in Uptown-ish.
1: Yeah, just yeah. right off Uptown. Jefferson Park, I think, is technically the, the neighborhood that it's right near. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a cool place to go check out. And on Monday, there is an event. So it's um, Emergency Puerto Rico Hurricane Relief. It's going to be at the Will Rogers Theater from 6 to 9 p.m. So this is sponsored by um, Cattleman Steakhouse in the historic Stockyards District. McClintock Saloon and Chop House, which is a brand new restaurant down in uh, Stockyard City. We'll Um, talk more about that later. Yes, you'll hear more about it if you haven't already. Um, La Baguette Bistro. Western Concepts Restaurant Group, Vast, Bacardi, Southern Glaciers, Thirst Wine Merchants, our friends over at Thirst, mm-hmm. you've heard us talk to them before, uh, Premium Brands, Wine and Spirits, and VZD's Restaurant and Bar. So this fundraiser is, uh, they're really pulling out all the stops. There's some amazing Yeah, I mean,
0: this is definitely there. high yeah, quality.
1: For sure. So it is $100 per person, but it's a fundraiser for the relief efforts, so It's totally worth it to dish that out for such amazing uh, food and drink options that they're going to be like that. That looks like a really good time.
0: Also on Monday night. So Monday nights are the Vinyl Mondays at Rockford featuring our spy DJs on rotation. So this week was John Mooneyham. So I'm pretty sure next week's going to be Hudson. Tom Hudson Okay, and they rotate each week and it's from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m.
1: All right. Yeah. The only thing about that is that this week they lost power and John didn't get to go on. Oh, And okay. I'm so sad to see that because it was going to go out and well, see him. Well, maybe it so will be him again. It might get mixed up. You never know. Make sure you follow the Rockford on social media or follow us. They tag us and everything. We retweet it. We'll make sure you know what's going on. For sure. And then on Tuesday another restaurant that i know i think we mentioned in our very first episode our guest annie tucker mentioned them yeah neighborhood jam is having their grand opening yes so excited for this so that's the one up closer to edmond area up north Mm -hmm. so definitely uh check them out on social media and make sure you get out to their grand opening
0: and also tuesday night is the paseo feast 13 dinner it's 6 to 10 p.m. at Picasso Cafe, one of my favorite places. Yes, This is only $30. And Paseo Feast stands for Funding Emerging Artists with Sustainable Tactics. Okay, It's a recurring public dinner designed to use community-driven financial support to democratically fund new and emerging art makers. So obviously being in the Paseo, you know, Picasso is a very artsy restaurant. Yes. And so it definitely makes sense that they'd be doing this. Donations from the night are used to fund a grant for one of the five project proposals that will be okay. presented that night. So, oh, so cool. they have a different, a few different art projects that the people there will get to vote on who gets the money. Oh, that's so, that's pretty so cool. much
1: fun. That's awesome.
0: Another a Paseo event as we get into Wednesday. Yes. So I just love seeing all the districts being so active. Um, Oklahoma Watch—they're having their News and Brews event. Uh-huh. This is one that I haven't made it out to yet, but I'm planning to be there on Wednesday. Okay, it'll be at the In Your Eye Studio in the Paseo from 5:30 to 7:30. It's a happy hour-style networking event with their journalists from Oklahoma Watch and okay. board members. You can register on Eventbrite and it is free, but the RSVP is required. Of
1: course, yeah. It definitely helps to RSVP, especially for free events like that so that they can make sure they they have a good headcount and know what to prepare for. And then an event that I am super excited about, um, two of my favorites coming together, Anthem Beer and Holy Rollers is hosting a donut pairing So the best of both of my worlds.
0: Yeah, Um, this is really cute that they're doing this. I
1: love this. I'm obsessed with it. The second they announced it, I was like, well, that's where I'll be. Um, It is at Anthem from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. There are five donuts each paired with a half pint of beer. And tickets for this one are $35 on Eventbrite. So that leads us into our etiquette tip of the week. Yes.
0: Which ties into, you know, always what we're going to be talking about for Uh our feature event. And I might need your help on this one a little bit because the research that I did wasn't quite sufficient for what I was wanting to convey. Okay. So I'm here for
1: you, Anna. Yeah. Is it something that I happen to have an expertise on? I think maybe you do.
0: Alrighty. Um, So it's when you're at a rodeo or... If you're a cowboy cowgirl,
1: okay. etiquette
0: involved with that. So,
1: I've I've been to many a rodeo in my day.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I don't even own a pair of like real cowboy boots. Oh, see, and so, I have five. You know. Five yeah. differences between us, right? right?
1: It's fine. We we round each other out.
0: <laughs> but these were some of the main tips okay. that I learned about, so in anything with rodeos, it's ladies first. Yes. Well, so they're very cordial. S-
1: Southern etiquette in general, ladies first. Mm-hmm.
0: And for guys um, or even women too, uh-huh. I guess, take your hat off when you're inside.
1: Yep. So also... In addition to that, take your hat off anytime there's like a national anthem playing or you're standing up to greet somebody important, like, you know, somebody important comes just a into the ring. sign of respect yes, exactly. for sure.
0: And then... Definitely a good idea to say ma'am and sir. And also, so they really like that. Yes,
1: don't be offended by ma'am and sir. That's the other thing. Sometimes us younger people will be like, don't call me ma'am. I don't want to be old. No, it's 100% a sign of respect. And everybody's it's just not down supposed with it. to be demeaning. Exactly. No one's calling you old. They're just saying, hey, I respect you and you need to take that as a compliment. It's, all, it's almost rude. To, to react to that any other way. And I've heard people do that. So yeah. definitely so make sure you get that courtesy.
0: Yeah, they're all about the respect, safety, and plain old good manners, as yes. they call it. The rule of cowboy etiquette have been handed down throughout the generations.
1: Ah, so that's why you were like, Kayla knows what's going on. Here. Yeah. I do come from a family of cowboys, was raised on a farm. So I definitely do understand quite a bit of this. I've been to quite a few rodeos, and it's, this is especially good if you're going to be down... Uh, say in the stockyards um, or any surrounding area to go out to the rodeo just uh, like Anna said be at respectful the state fairgrounds at the state fair yeah just be respectful of everyone um there'll be alcohol around make sure you you keep that in check but also you might buy around for your friends and just take turns like kind of that whole respect thing again it might be nice to just show up with with an extra beer for your friend and then not have to ask um It's definitely a place you want to clean up for yourself. It can be kind of a a dirtier atmosphere with um, dirt everywhere and and animals being around. So you want to make sure that you don't throw trash into that mix. Same for cigarette butts if you're outside. Just make sure you dispose of all that properly. And it's just like, I mean, you've summed it up really well, whatever you said, respect. So just think about respect in in every uh, manner. With your dress code, make sure you're dressing Respectfully. You don't have to wear boots if you don't own boots, but you probably don't want to wear open-toed shoes. You know what I mean? Do you have to wear plaid? You don't have to wear plaid, <laughs> but you do your your buttons have to have pearl snaps on them or they just kick you right out.
0: I do love a good pearl snap.
1: Um, no, you can pretty much get away with anything. I would stick to jeans and, and a t-shirt or, or some kind of button up. Um, but other than that, just I wouldn't wear a crop top. I mean, you could probably get away with jean shorts if it's uh, hot outside, but I wouldn't even go as far as a skirt, probably. Mm-mm. Just in case, you know, you never know what you're going to be doing and climbing up on bleachers or, or whatever that is. Just make sure you're you're covering yourself up a little bit. Um, it, which you know I'm one to talk. Uh, <laughs> but you know, just respecting yourself, yeah, and everyone around you, and just making sure that you're you're being aware of, of things like that. So, um, I'm trying to think if there's any other for sure no's that I can think of. Be respectful of the animals. If there's animals around, do not make loud noises. Do not clap at them and try to get their attention. If, if you walk up and they don't come to you, just let them be. Don't feed them food. They don't need your food. They get fed. Yeah. Um, so just respect the animals as well. I keep saying respect. But um, it's just such a good tenet of this. Uh, Just make sure you're, you're also aware of your surroundings. Make sure you don't step in anything. Um, oh, yeah. Or trip on anything or walk into anywhere. Because with the cattle and horses, there's a lot of
0: opportunities to see, to be paying attention to the ground. Right. But
1: also where they are, you don't want to get stepped on by them. You don't want to come up behind animals. You never want to come up behind a horse. Exactly. So just make sure that you're always uh, coherent of your surroundings and, and you should have a pretty good time. It's a really fun, fun thing. And especially if you weren't raised around it, it's kind of like going into like back in a time. new world. Yeah, exactly. Westworld. So, world. Uh, well, a little bit uh, more old school than Westworld. A little bit more John Wayne than Westworld. world. <laughs> uh, but it's definitely really fun and I highly recommend it. If you're uh, a guy, it's kind of general to boots, jeans, and, and a belt. Belts are important. Tuck your shirt in. The belt a belt buckle. Well, I mean, only if you have one. Uh, you don't have to go buy one. For this but you then, can maybe buy one while you're there you could oh that's a great idea well and for women I always like to pick up jewelry whenever I'm at stuff like this it's much bigger blingier and gaudier I was it definitely to say more than my usual look that's not <laughs> true um but it's kind of a different look than my usual look and I love things that are colorful and blingy and so sometimes I'll just wear like a, a basic black shirt and then really bling it up with a a necklace from a local vendor so that's kind of a fun thing you can do just plan to So support the local people once you're out there, and that's kind of uh, a really good tip for, for attending things like that.
0: Yeah, so that is our etiquette tip of the week.
1: And there'll be great tips to use if you're attending this week's focus event. So do you want to introduce our guest? Yeah, so today we have
0: Kelly Payne, and she is with Stockyard City Main Street. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Appreciate y'all having us on uh, this evening. As she said, Kelly Payne, Stockyard City Main Street. I'm the new director. We have a great, uh, great district. I'm very, very um, partial to it. I'm a farm girl. I grew up at the Stockyards, it's the oldest district uh, in Oklahoma. A lot of great history. The Stockyards actually celebrates its 107th anniversary.
1: Oh, wow. Only three years shy of the state centennial. Yes. Or, I guess, state anniversary. Statehood.
2: <laughs> yes, it was formed uh, October 3rd, 1910, was when Stockyard City was born. It was also called uh, Cowtown or Packingtown at that time. And it's it, it's just wonderful. It's a wonderful asset for us to have here in Oklahoma City, just literally in the shadow of the Devon Tower. So that's really a lot of fun. It's a whole different atmosphere it's nice that it's very distinct from the other uh, districts that we have. We've been a Main Street. Uh, actually, we were the first urban Main Street in Oklahoma, and that was 25 years ago, so another milestone that we're celebrating. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've got great partners with the other bids, uh, Midtown Plaza. Everyone just works together. The city is really growing, and a lot of tourist um, excitement. But even, you know, there's great things for the locals to do just any given time. So I'm thrilled to be a part of it. I'm a farm girl. I'm a land run Uh, Family, so there's a lot of heritage there that I'm very proud of, and I really look at Stockyard City as kind of the birth of our agricultural and Western heritage as it pertains to Oklahoma. It's the only district, uh, historic district, that's tied to a working stockyards in the world, which is really, really huge. Yeah. Oh my
1: goodness.
2: Yeah. So whenever you look at at figures like that and statements like that, it's it's wonderful that we have that little treasure down there. The bricks at the stockyards itself are still original. Uh, the cattle sales are Monday and Tuesday. It's the world's largest stocker and feeder cattle market. So it's pretty exciting just to see the cattle auction if you've never seen one. I my, have not. <laughs> my
1: grandpa used to bring me up whenever I was little. And still to this day, every time he comes into town, we got to go down to the stockyards and eat at Cattleman's and shop at the shops.
2: So. It's really cool. Everybody seems to have a story about it. and But that's what's important about about my position and where we are now with the, the rebirth kind of, of Oklahoma City and all of the districts is getting the message out to folks that haven't experienced it. Uh, folks are really looking for something different to do, and that's exciting, and it's out of the day-to-day routine that they have. So we feel like we really offer that. We're a small district, uh, great retail, um, different retail that you won't find anywhere else. And we also have, you know, Cattleman's has been there since since the start of it. A lot of our uh, businesses have been there this whole time, which is great. And the merchants are very connected to it. We like the fact that it's a working stockyards that at any time you may see somebody wearing their old dirty jeans and their spurs walking down the street. So you never know what you're going to find down there.
0: So for the people who may only be familiar with the stockyards because of Cattlemen's, that such iconic place in our city, what are some of the other shops and things that people can do in the stockyard
2: city? We have very unique merchants, um, and I'd I'd love to rattle them all off. I'm going to try to. (laughs) But we have your typical Western fair. For um, boots and hats and jeans and what have you, Langston's Western Wear Outlet, Cowtown uh, Boot Company. We also have places where you can get saddles worked on, Mike Saddle Shop. You can buy saddles at National Saddlery. We have a great uh, little soda shop, uh, soda and candy shop called Stockyard Sarsaparilla. Uh, We have a wonderful um, store called Prairie Dust that's homemade bath bombs and Mustang, yeah, Mm -hmm. I thought you guys might be interested in that. Mustang Creek Alpaca is really neat handmade um, and vintage gifts uh, using alpaca fiber. 4W Western is another great store we have that carries jewelry and some clothing. Um, We're just growing Prairie Dash, uh, excuse me, Rusty Chandelier is a great vintage market.
1: Ooh, that's right up my alley. I'm gonna have to go check that out.
2: (laughs) We have Oklahoma Native Art and Jewelry, and she has wonderful handcrafted pottery, uh, horsehair pottery. It's a style that you don't see very often little joe's uh custom boots and they also carry a very extensive line of of uh, knives just a lot of great great places that we've got down there and we're just so thrilled to have them all of course you can still do your regular day-to-day things there's um banks and post offices and all this great stuff shorty's cowboy hattery you people can actually go in there and see how cowboy hats are made and, oh that's really neat yeah and so it's some of the things that you wouldn't think of in day-to-day things um we've got really it's a it's an icon. It's a bar called the Paddock Club, and it's more on the end of the bid district um, um, down by Penn. Great neon. We've got wonderful neon all through the place. Um, Exchange Pharmacy, you can still go and get everything you need there. It's been there since uh, uh, Stockyard City was founded. So just a lot of wonderful things. We have, of course, Cattleman's. Los Camales, uh, Mexican restaurants. really, really good, very authentic. Uh, we have a Mexican bakery, La Herradura. And it's wonderful. So a lot of great, a lot of great businesses down there that are just retail or food, but there's also a great commercial side to it. So we also have a new one. I know you guys are going to talk about it.
0: Yes, we will get to that.
2: But what are the actual boundaries of the district? We run from uh, just, it would be the, the north end is to the river and down to 15th Street, and a little bit further down. And then from the gates of the stockyards itself, all the way down to Penn so, okay. but there's a lot of commercial. Uh, it's a it's a good balance of commercial and um, then retail and you know the eateries that are that are in there. So, um, and we also we've got an Opry House there, which is incredible, and they've got some big announcements coming. Yeah, uh, I don't even think I realized that they have no, that. No, I didn't either. Yeah, they do. Uh,
1: we'll have to be on the lookout for that. Yes,
2: there's big announcements coming. They have a wonderful um, country concert on Saturday nights. A lot of our great local talent. Has that has made it big? Got their start there, so that's really exciting uh, to have that right there. You know, it's also part of our heritage, so it's 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 neat. It's a great place. I could talk for days about it. Well, tell us about the event that's coming up this weekend on Saturday. Saturday is the annual Stockyard Stampede, and we we pride ourselves on this being a family friendly event that's also free we know everybody loves free it's a great way to get in touch with uh with our agricultural heritage and our western heritage i'm so excited about this year with it being my first year we changed it a little bit we wanted to really showcase the agricultural component the Oklahoma Beef Council has come on board as a major sponsor that's great Uh, yeah we've got a great kids zone that's educational um as well as informative and fun um the beef council—they're planning on bringing coloring books. The soybean council will teach you how to plant a soybean. <laughs> um, we've got the uh, Southwest Dairy Farmers; uh, the kids can come and get a free backpack tag. We have a color your own bandana uh, area. Make your—my oh, husband might need to do that. <laughs> oh, I might have to get one for Simon. <laughs> oh, and they're super cute. They have a longhorn on them and a, oh. our stockyard logo. So yeah, they're really cute. Uh, we've got a straw maze that goes along with that. The kids can kind of get lost in.
1: Oh, so much fun.
2: Ag in the classroom will be there. So we've got a lot of that going on just right there in the kids area. Shorties will have a decorate your own cowboy hat. And that's going to be a lot of fun for the kids. We, for sure. We hand out trick ropes, uh, just stuff everywhere. And then down at that's at uh, in the UMB parking lot, we'll have five chuck wagons also parked there. Of course, we have food trucks. But then at the other end of the district, by national salary, they have a a small arena. And we have a petting zoo, trick riders, horse clinics, all kinds of great stuff to see and do down there. So it's going to be great. You can take carriage rides all throughout the district. There will be historic uh, carriage rides at the stockyards itself. They take about 30 minutes.
1: I love carriage rides. Oh, my gosh.
2: (laughs) And then we've got a new thing we're doing this year. There's been a lot of renewed interest in the equestrian park that the city dedicated a year ago. And we at 1 o'clock that day, we have an OK, uh, OKC Polo Club is doing an exhibition match, which is really lively and action-packed, and we're very excited to have them come aboard this year. That's great. We I've kept... never seen live polo.
1: I didn't even know we had polo in Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm so
2: excited about it, too. The, uh, the event kicks off at 10 o'clock, and it starts with the Longhorns being paraded down the street. They, they come from Penn all the way down Exchange, and then we open it up. Uh, there's about three dozen Longhorns. They're beautiful animals. A lot of cowboys will be roaming around that day. We have a little Mr. and Miss pageant at uh, 12.15, and they can register for that event at um, about 11.30 or 12 that morning. So just a lot of great stuff that's very family-friendly and very family-oriented and doesn't cost anything. It's a great way to come and just find us again you know, or be a a first-time visitor. So we welcome everyone.
0: Yeah, because that's, again, a place that maybe people have those memories of going to, and now they have the opportunities to make new memories, whether it's, with their family or friends, and this event will be going on from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yes, on Saturday. So lots of different things you can do while you're out there. It sounds like it'd be pretty easy to kill
2: a few hours out yeah. there.
1: Spend the whole day.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're really excited, and we've got great food trucks, um, just stuff to do everywhere. And you know, I, I listen when talking with other folks. Parking is is a problem in some of the areas. We do have quite a bit of parking back at the stockyards. But the beauty of this is you can hitch on a carriage and and go and see whatever you, you need to, so... It's wonderful. We're, we're excited about having everybody come down and, and reacqu- getting you reacquainted with what we have to offer. So what are some of the other events that y'all are going to be doing in the district? Coming up, uh, after we get past this, we get right into our holiday season. And we do a tree lighting on November 17th in the district. We also, December 2nd, is our Cowboy Christmas. And, of course, we have a Cowboy Santa. <laughs> Great awesome. big belt buckle. So he's pretty cute. And then going into the spring, we are looking at hosting a St. Patrick's Day parade. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yeah, we're very excited about that. We do an annual Wines of the West event also in uh, late May, which is a great thing for us. We're looking at doing a couple of Agriculture Days, a World Ag Day, and also National. So just to kind of get more exposure um, for for the commodity groups and get folks reacquainted with with where their food comes from. So.
0: Well, it sounds like you're bringing some awesome events to the district. Like they're really lucky to have you and kind of breathe this new
2: life into it. Well, they haven't hung me up at the statue yet. So, <laughs> but no, we have a it's a lot of excitement down there and we've got some new things coming up. I would love to come back on and talk to y'all about whenever the news breaks. So, Stay tuned for a lot of excitement coming from Stockyard City.
1: Of course. Well, and we appreciate you giving us the inside scoop on everything. I know I haven't been down there, like I said, unless my grandpa comes into town and drags me. But I made note of quite a few things that I was like, okay, we're going to have to go down and try out that Mexican restaurant and a couple other things. So Mm -hmm. we're going to make that one of our mainstay stops along with all the rest of the districts. So thank you so much for bringing that back to our attention.
2: Yeah, and thank you for being our guest today, Kelly. Thank you guys, and I look forward to your big announcement that you're going to have here shortly.
1: Thank you. Okay, so
0: with that from Kelly, that brings us to our announcement of a brand new place that's Opening up very soon. So it's actually opening up on Tuesday, October 10th.
1: Yes. So it's right down there in the Stockyard City. She kept wanting to talk about it. We were like, ah, we're going to break it. Yeah. Uh, Because we've talked about them briefly before, but they have announced their grand opening, like Anna said, on Tuesday, October 10th. And that is the McClintock Saloon and Chop House. So we've been excited about this for a while. I know was one of the first things that you wanted to talk about. Yeah.
0: So... Down in Stockyard City, a lot of those shops that we just mentioned, now they're gonna have a brand new restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have a huge bar with like tons of whiskeys and bourbons. Yep. So- and it's
1: so rare as as we just heard from Kelly that so many of the places have been there forever. It seems like since their inception. So you don't often get to see a lot of new things coming into that district. So this it's it's gonna be someplace really special. And you can tell that they put in a lot of thought and a lot of effort to make sure that it fit into that old world kind of feel, since so much of it was founded, you know, a century ago. Right. So I'm so so excited for this. They're doing their grand opening from 4:30 to 7:30 p.m. If you want to check them out on October 10th, and then they'll open up for their regular hours. They hadn't announced that quite yet, so be on the lookout on their social media. They're just McClintock Saloon on everything and at mclintocksaloon.com. They've been posting
0: some really cool pictures of the inside. Like you can tell they've taken a lot of time
1: to make this go to the theme like perfectly. They've commissioned artwork just for this. I know they painstakingly put the bar together. I know. I think it's like a handcrafted bar out of oak. Like, yeah, they're doing it right. They really committed to that. So that that. That makes me so happy and I can't wait to try it out. And so the exact address of the saloon is going to be 2227 Exchange Avenue in Oklahoma City. And then like we said, it's down in Stockyard City.
0: Yeah. So definitely looking forward to checking that place out. Mm -hmm. And there's also another new place that we found out about.
1: Yes. Okay. so this one is something that I've been hearing about since I moved to the village I guess like a year and a half ago. It was all over the next door app. We're getting this new bar and restaurant. We're all so excited about it. They like put up big signs out in front of the restaurant and then it went silent. Like it was supposed to open last fall. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And then just nothing. And then they took the signs down and everyone was like, what happened? And all of a sudden, a couple months ago, it came back up. But then they were like, oh, we don't know any exact details, but it's happening for sure. And in that time, a restaurant right across the street from it opened and closed. And so it's kind of, you know, a weird time for the area. But so it's up on May, May and Hefner. So and that it's,
0: Noma district.
1: Yes, that Noma that we were talking about last week, they had the festival. Um, they are opening a restaurant called Hopscotch. And so they specialize in burgers, beer, scotch and grilled cheeses. And so I think that's where they get the name from. Hops from beer oh, and scotch. Oh, clever. From having scotch. But then they also, I saw a picture, they have like a hopscotch court, like uh, in the bar area. I used to love hopscotch. I don't remember how to play, but if they reminded me with a little bit, a couple beers and me, at some hops, then I, I could learn how to hopscotch again.
0: Let's do it.
1: I like it. So, a week ago... Uh, just exactly a week ago last Thursday, they did a sort of soft opening, I guess you could say. They just opened up their bar. So you can go in right now and you can drink. You can um, enjoy all the different, I guess, scotches, beers, but they have a full bar that um, they will serve you from and you get to meet other people in the community. And the food is still a little TBD, so we will share that grand grand opening date with you as soon as we hear. But uh, as of right now, they have not announced that. But I know this has just been something that's been highly waited for for people in the area who've been watching it and and really looking forward to this. This is a huge step in the right direction. They're open. And that's actually kind of a cool thing. I know there's so many restaurants that I've waited for for to open forever. And then I've been like, why can't you just open the bar at least? Like, I know the building's done. Right. I see you have the liquor. Maybe
0: permit type of issues or something. Yes,
1: exactly. So I actually think it's really fun that they're opening uh, part of it right now and then they'll well, out the full food and everything once they've already got some fans and some regulars in there. so.
0: Well, it's always nice for an area to have that kind of new neighborhood bar, if yeah. you will. Is this taking over an old space or is this a brand new building?
1: So I think it's taking over an old space, but it's been being renovated, like I said, for the last two years. And even before that, I can't remember what was there. And I've been driving up and down that portion of May since I moved to Oklahoma City three years ago. I so. want to
0: say it was maybe from the dugout. Could be. Is the dugout still there? I, have I don't no even idea know what
1: that is. Well, I, so it's in it that totally same area, and I yeah.
0: haven't noticed if it's still existing. I feel like maybe this is, was replacing, is replacing what that it? was.
1: That, that could totally be. I don't exactly know what the dugout is. I don't Somebody on that. Somebody let us know on social yes, media. you know, for sure. And it's right down from the now closed Pink Parrot location. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and it's, um, like I said, not quite the corner. There's a 7-Eleven on the corner, but it's at Hefner in May. So definitely a place to go check out. Check them out now, especially if you live in the area. Go support our new local bar, and we'll keep you posted as soon as you can go try out their burgers and grilled cheese. And I know I got to take a look at the menu. And they have so many burgers on there. And I love burgers. You know I'm always on the search for the best french fry in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, but especially, I, I want a burger to eat it with, you know. So I'm definitely excited to check them out. Um, and then we, we've we got some sad news on the business front. I know we this is, I guess, our second or third time to do this. But our business that we're featuring this week is somebody who's closing. And we just wanted to make sure to share this news with you all. Plaza Mayor is going to be closing at the end of the month. October 31st is going to be their last day.
0: I had no idea about this.
1: Yeah, so I saw it break on Twitter, I guess, a couple days ago now, earlier earlier in the week.
0: Well, they just had, like, their huge event, too. I know, so.
1: I know. It's so upsetting. And it's so many of you know, Plaza Mayor took over the old Crossroads Mall whenever that fell into defunct just because, you know, malls are dying and it's unfortunate, you know. Yeah. I, I hate it. I work at the mall, um, but I also only go for work, so I, I get it. But um, it's been cool to see them try to repurpose them. I know uh, what's up on Twenty Third Street. What's that mall, Shepherd Mall? They've re- repurposed it, rebranded it into yeah. office space. And a we'll, we'll a,
0: see what they end up doing with this. School.
1: Then, yeah. So we'll see whether they can turn this space in, into something else, or they might even. I always thought they were talking about just tearing it down and putting something else there. So we'll see how they move forward with that. We'll keep you posted as always. We're on top of it, but um, there's just sad news coming out of there because I know it was a good spot for events. I know we cover quite a few things out of there. So
0: definitely just
1: sad news to hear. Well, and some of our upcoming topics. So
0: we're really excited to talk about a national event that's coming here, Wizard World.
1: Yes. So if you're not familiar with Wizard World, it's um, akin to a Comic Con type of event. Uh, You know, there's going to be special guests, celebrities coming in, people come up and in their cosplay, there'll be panels, it'll be a really good time. I know I'm planning to go out, I've been planning to go out with a couple of my friends since they announced they were coming to Oklahoma City, so I'm so excited. But they have also decided to partner with us here at Local Lights, so in a future episode you're going to hear us talk to them as one of our future events, but also be checking out our social media because we'll be running some some special things out there. I know uh, we've got some ticket giveaways on the horizon, and then we're also going to have a special discount code for Local Lights listeners to get 20% off of their tickets. So like I said, keep a lookout on our social media, and we'll have more info on that on future episodes, but we're just so excited for this partnership, and yeah. it's going to be a really fun event. If it's something you've been thinking about going to, Definitely, you know, pull the trigger once you have our discount code because if you wanted to go, and then you can get a discount on it. I mean, why that's not? Your sign, exactly. Yeah.
0: And it's <laughs> so, a multi-day event too. Yes, it is.
1: It's a three-day event, so even if you can't go to all three, you can maybe go to one or two. Like, it'll definitely be worth it.
0: So keep an eye out for that on our future episode coming up soon, and then on our social media at Localites OKC on Twitter and Instagram. You can always email us at localitesokc at gmail dot com.
1: Yes, and then I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody who has rated us so far on iTunes. We've been seeing those reviews come in. We really appreciate you guys. It's helping us uh, show up in the searches a little bit faster, and we are Yay. at a solid five stars. So we really appreciate you all.
0: Thank you. Anyone who
1: hasn't, please continue to, and we love reading your guys' feedback. So. I just wanted to say thank you. I know you guys are listening whenever I ask for that. <laughs> and we will uh, talk to you all next week. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.
2: Oklahoma City's independent sound, The Spy. Spy, Spy, Spy.